Hello and welcome back to Yogi's Podbox. And this is a wonderful day for you to understand what is life after death. Thank you listeners for interestingly listening to my episodes. Well, it's a big philosophical question and uh, we don't have a proper answer yet research is happening. And uh, let me uh, um get back to the episode sooner. Well, I was just talking about the uh the life after death scenario and few people who had encountered that it's an inversion almost of the old philosophical puzzle say a uh, suppose if a tree falls in the forest and there is no one to hear it does it make a sound and will anyone be aware of that if you are certain that you saw something or felt something you heard something does it mean that it's empirical proven like or it's empirically proven and if you are predisposed to want to see something are you like liar to see it the way harry potter saw his dear departed mother in hogwarts magic mirror and finally if you see something while you are stressed or unconscious or traumatized in some way does that circumstance delegitimize the veracity of your vision this is the trouble with ndes that is uh, people who have the near death experiences you can't have really a control most people on the brink of dying to die and those who survive approach the brink in such different ways maybe a car accident stroke heart attack that's impossible to compare their experiences empirically but over the years science has posited a number of theories about the connection between visions of heaven and the chemical and physical processes that occur at death you must have heard about this famous neuroscientist andrew newberg is a neuroscientist and professor at thomas jefferson university and hospital and has made his reputation studying the brain scans of religious people say nuns and monks who have ecstatic experiences as they meditate he believes the tunnel and the light that end years that is the uh, near death experiences people or the folks so frequently describe can be easily explained as your eyesight fades you lose the peripheral areas first he points out that that's why you'd have a tunnel sensation if you see a bright light at the brink of a vision that could be the central part of the visual system shutting down last newberg puts forward the following scenario which he emphasizes his guesswork when people die two parts of the brain that usually work in opposition to each other act cooperatively the sympathetic nervous system a web of nerves and neurons that run through the spinal cord and spread to virtually every organ in the body is responsible for arousal or excitement it gets you ready for action the parasympathetic system with which the sympathetic system is entwined calms you down and rejuvenates or rejuvenates you in life the turning on of one system promotes the shutting down of the other 
the law of nature. The sympathetic nervous system kicks in when a car cuts you off on the highway. The parasympathetic system is in charge as you are falling asleep. But in the brains of people having mystical experiences and perhaps in death, both systems are fully on, giving a person a sensation both of slowing down, being out of body and of seeing things vividly, including memories of important people and past events. It is possible, yes, Newberg asserts, though not all at all are certain, that visions of heaven are merely chemical and neurological events that occur during death. This is one philosophy on life after death by Professor uh, who's the person I said, Newberg, yes, Andrew Newberg. His vision, his, his uh, thoughts about the uh, near-death experiences, uh, counterparts and uh, people who claim that they have seen the tunnel of light and wisdom. Keeping this one part, let's explore more in the coming episodes. Until then, be safe and be good. Thanks for listening once again. You're listening to Yogi's Podbox. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye.